Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Yep, so it's about that time again. It's Wednesday, finally I'm here, and I don't have anything else to get in the way, and man, do we have some things to discuss. It's interesting that, you know, two years of investigation and you don't find any collusion, but you find obstruction of justice in some ways. We're not getting the whole story on the Mueller probe results. And then, you know, Trump and company are all uptight about some sort of issue regarding that, so they're going to go ahead and be petty too. But at the same time, you see that both sides are once again having um, pretty much a petty tea party and we're in the struggle as citizens trying to figure out which way is up you know and it's to the point where it's like there's this foolishness and then sometimes that foolishness seeps down into how we all function in our current lives because there's quite a lot of people around me that don't tell the truth or do what they're supposed to do and of course you know in a professional setting, in contrast to a private setting, it's even worse because, you see, professional setting is usually where the money is. And believe me, I got a lot to say about the stupid day job I have to work at. So, before we get into it, though, let's take it up from the top. Welcome to the J-Man Show here on G360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight on this fine Wednesday night? Yes, I'm going to go ahead and throw that around because, you know, sometimes doing the show on Thursday just doesn't have the same magic as it is when I'm here on regular time schedule. So, you know, it's just good to be back on my original day. Welcome to the J-Man Show. This is your host, J-Man himself. And we're all here for episode 93. We make it, y'all, soon enough. Soon enough, seven episodes to go. And we will be at 100 triple digits. Ah, I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I'm just feeling it. You know, producing this show for three years, I mean, we're bound to hit something. So, you know, things are looking up. And, you know, the relaunch wasn't so bad. It's just making sure I'm tidying up everything so that certain episodes don't get lost and certain people can find this show a lot better, along with the other shows that are in J360 canon. And so far, looking pretty looking pretty good here, you know? Uh, for those of you that um, are looking forward to the Cyclone coming back, it is coming back. You just have to wait until the NBA playoffs. I don't see why it wouldn't, though, because right now, I think the Milwaukee Bucks, yes, the Milwaukee Bucks are number one in the East right now. Because I don't know what is going on with the Sixers. We just lost against the Magic, didn't we? Yeah, you know what? We lost against the Hawks by two points, and then we lose against the Magic by, what, five points, I want to say? I don't know what in the hell Brett Brown is doing on my team, but, man, it's it's not where it needs to be. For a while there, it was doing pretty good. But now they're just seemingly there. There's no center. There's no gel. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you know MB got hurt, but you you know you look at it, you're like he came back, and now they have to function as a team again. But that's just the way it is with certain aspects. But also, 
the also the season is starting to wind down, so I can't necessarily say that you know we haven't had some success. But right now, I'm still holding out for that fourth title. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we've only had three. I'm ready for us to go ahead and start making some high marks. You know? I mean, I can say the same thing for the Eagles too, because some of the things that they've picked, like I mean, a lot of people are happy Deshaun Jackson's coming back. I'm one of those people that are like. Yeah, but you see, it's not the Deshaun Jackson that you're thinking of. This is a different kind of Deshaun Jackson. This is a more mature Deshaun Jackson. It's not the fresh-faced speedster that we all knew and loved back in the day. And not to mention, he's done a lot of dumb stuff when it comes to uh, being on special teams and retrieving the ball. I'm not. I'm just saying, you know? Because, see, I remember his time when he was on the Redskins. I remember his time when he was on the Bucks. I'm not impressed with him. You know, and him coming back home, it's not nearly the same effect as, like, you know, when LeBron went back to Cleveland. And which, by the way, I apologize for all you Lakers fans out there um, for being duped into thinking that you were going to go back to the playoffs. Not yet. Not yet. Matter of fact, as soon as you got LeBron, you should have known that it was going to be, like, something to wait on. (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, LeBron really doesn't have to prove anything to anybody anymore. You know? And I can say the same thing about, like, like certain fresh teams, such as, like, the Sixers. Yeah, they got things to prove. Like, yeah, the Bucks got something to prove. And you could talk about the Celtics to a point, but they're kind of falling apart a little bit as well. And I think there was something that said that Kyrie is supposed to be looking for another team or something like that. But I doubt it. I really do, because he's kind of, like, like Hayward, he's kind of the face of that team right now. Until, like, some of the other rookies step up. Which, by the way, that team has depth. It's going to be fine. And I also see, like, certain other teams are, well, certain other sports athletes are announcing their retirement. You know, shout-outs to uh, Gronk and shout-outs to Jordy Nelson. You know, I mean, those guys really pushed themselves to the limit, and they knew when to leave, and they're leaving on top, so I'm not mad about it. Not to mention that Gronk got injured, like, every year, didn't he? So it's like, nah, bro, I think it's time to hang it up right now. I'm wondering when Tom Brady's going to retire. But you know what? See, that, that's more of a cyclone moment. Just to bring it back to speed here, uh, the Mueller probe. So, two years of investigation, and turns out that despite other people pointing fingers and a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, he did it, he did it, like, it turns out that, you know, while he might side with Putin on things more than our own intelligence agency, apparently Trump is not a Russian agent. Isn't that something? Uh, according to what we have gotten bits and pieces of, I mean, none of that stuff was released entirely to the public, which the Democrats are still holding out for, but I seriously doubt it, because I, I figure, like, this new attorney general that he's got in there, he's such a Trump guy, it's just, it's not going to happen. It's going to be blocked more than you know. What's going to happen is that around, like, I want to say, like, years past this Trump stuff, you will finally see it for what it is. And then at the same time, it probably won't even be anything that we were all waiting and hoping for at this time. It's the same thing about impeaching him. Like, you know, he's been here for a while. He's about to get ready for re-election. Matter matter of fact, this stuff has become more or less ammunition to him because he's going to be like, Well, the Democrats have been coming at me. You know what I mean? Like, like, like promises were kept and, and I managed to be so successful And I vetoed them from stopping me in my emergency power. Even though there's no emergency going on right now. Other than the fact that there's been some wild weather that took place in some areas. And I know the Air Force needs money for um, hurricane relief and flooding. 
So there's there's stuff there that that's an emergency. That's something that could be used for the money instead of a um, border wall we don't need. And not to mention, like, they're closing down certain immigration centers because allegedly it's too expensive to keep them open, where at the same time, that is part of the problem. If you want to regulate immigrants, okay, you don't close down the center that keeps the paperwork in charge on them. You understand what I'm saying? You want to make sure that you put whatever the money that the people pay into every year, and a lot of businesses pay into every year, other than the uh, cuts that they get now. They don't really have to pay too much, right? But you realize this, that the money has to circulate, and if they would use the money right, we probably wouldn't be in such a, you know, cluster. But here's the thing. Nah. I mean, what with dysfunction going on, and we've been so damn good at it for the last few years or so, why should we change now, right? You know, if it's a downward spiral, heck, let's just hit a slope, you know? Let's just keep on going. Because it takes a lot of work to improve and fix something. You know what I'm saying? Like, just to make sure everything's fine-tuned and to keep up with people because, you know, that's your job and you're not doing your job where you're keeping up with people. And, you know, just like, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and stretch and, you know, just, just try to get fat and not do what I'm supposed to do for a change. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like that person that you know says that they want to exercise, talks about exercising, but has not hit the gym in January to save or even get a quarter of their ass toned up. You know what I mean? And the thing about it is that there's a lot of people out there, a lot of people that don't want to work and do what they're supposed to do. Now, I can allude this to my job, just like any of y'all can allude it to your jobs. I mean, like, in addition to being a business owner, I also have to work at a day job, just like everybody, well... Not everybody, unless you're uh, one of those Twitch streamers that always tries to e-bag their fans to go ahead and give them their hard-earned money so that they could just be a leech. I'm not going to say any names, but for those of you that pay attention to the internet, you know who I'm talking about. Stop giving those people money, by the way. If you want to help something, starve them out. Let them get active to go get their own sort of way. The problem is, like like addicts in general, when you take them off of one drug, they're going to find another drug to leech onto. But it's just so sad. But going back into the whole situation with the immigration, immigration has just been ridiculous as of late because the government's not doing what it's supposed to do. Just like on certain things, just do what you're supposed to do. Help a little bit. Like technically, as I said in many episodes on this show, anything with public citizen or civil servant or anybody that works in your local or city, well, that's local anyway, but your local, your state, or your federal, they technically work for you. And the thing is, there's supposed to be an open-door policy. There's supposed to be a way that you can talk to that person if you have problems going on. But you see, they can't even get the potholes and the roads right. So, of course, they'll probably say, I'm busy, or I'm handling this. And our infrastructure is a mess. Big time. Throughout the whole country, it is a mess. I mean, don't you ever get tired of it when it's like it's warm winter, t- I mean, warm weather time, and then you're like, man, I-, I can't believe that the Department of Transportation is out here right now doing all this work at this time during peak season when they should have had this done way back when. Now, I could go ahead and say that winter weather kind of freezes that up, but the truth is, is this, right? There should always be some maintenance in the fall time. 
there should always be some maintenance done around like when there is no snow and stuff like that. Just try to get these little projects out of the way. Sometimes it could be job security. Sometimes it could be a load of, um, hey, you know what? We just won't do it right now. We'll just wait until it's when everybody else is on the road. Because, man, are they taking their sweet time getting a lot of projects done up north in the northern section of Delaware. Which is where, you know, I have to go and continue my academic pursuits. I always sit there and I'm like, gee, can I get out of this traffic jam now? Or who the, who the hell thought this was a good idea to wait, right? It's going to get even crazier because as soon as June shows up and then we're going to have tourists flying around here. Ain't nobody going anywhere for a while. And that one lane highway will always be there. Especially if it's the road that most everybody needs. Which, by the way, I think they closed down another one. Uh, But, like I'm saying, it happens because people don't do what they're supposed to do. It happens sometimes because, oh, you know, I just feel as though I'm not going to handle it right now. You know what I'm saying? And then comes the part where they try to, if you work in any of those areas, they try to throw that situation in your lap. Like, if you're the hardest working person there... Like, say, like, my day job, right? My day job, you know, I'm pretty much uh, keeping the shelves clean, keeping them filled, working on, like, maintaining that area, making them look good, and then I'm done. But, you see, you also have other people out there who don't do what they're supposed to do with their job, but they think that they can go ahead and take their job, throw it at me, and try to say, hey, you know what? Yeah, you could do this for me, right? You could help me. Um, um, do me a favor, please, blah, 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 because I do my job, right? And as I should, because it's the only reason I'm there. I'm not there for friends. I mean, God knows. Like, a lot of those people are not even worth being your friends. And especially when I found out the true motives of them when I did the one thing that you are allegedly not supposed to do, I said no to them. Yeah, you see, for some reason, it is the most powerful word in the world. But when people hear that word, they clench right up. They get scared, or they start acting as ignorant as possible, or they start saying, like, you son of a boo 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 I'll call you every name in the book, try to embarrass you, try to make you feel bad, and all that kind of stuff. And But, you see, this is where your mental health and your wellness comes into play, because, you know, you're not there to do everybody's job. When somebody is doing their job, they do their job. And if somebody's trying to step up to go do your job for you, and you didn't ask them to do anything... Yeah, you'd be concerned about it, but then at that point, you just realize how stupid and petty the place that you work for is, and you're like, okay, well, there's nothing I can do about that. I don't care at this point. I done did my part. Like I say, when I do my whole thing, it's usually five minutes before I get, it's five minutes after I get there, but five minutes before I'm scheduled, and then usually like a quarter tell I'm about to leave because that's when my last break is. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day... I do my part in the whole play. What was your side of the story? And I had like a bunch of bunch of my would-be coworkers try to get on my case about this kind of stuff. And I said, what, y'all mad that I said no? I'm going to say no again. And I'm going to say no every time that you want to go ahead and leech and try to sneak out or try to go ahead and say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to go hide in the corner. See, this is retail, folks. People do that kind of stuff because, you know... It's something about there's something about the menial task that you have to do after a while it gets monotonous and you want to go ahead and start being creative so you try to dump whatever sort of responsibilities you have on somebody else it doesn't work with the J-Man like I said I would never dump the duties of doing my show on Alan Dev or anybody else in the group 
because this is my show. Their show is the Cyclone. When they do what they do over there, I mean, at the end of the day, I know they're handling their business. But then there's, if there's times where I have to step in and be the host, that's because I'm backing them up. That's what you, That's the difference. Because I own that show. See what I'm saying? But you see, in retail, for what it is, is that you got people out there. You always got at least the two people that want to do their jobs because guess what? If they don't do their jobs, the whole thing falls apart because the other four or five people out there that just got hired either by nepotism or name recognition or buddy-buddy, whatever it is, they're not going to do a thing. And they will complain when you give them an assignment or when you go ahead and say, hey, um, are you handling your business, though? And then they'll be all trying to ride your ride you because you said no, because you're not going to do their job for them. We even have a cleaner in my section. He's like this. He's like, oh, uh, you know, you, I, I would have felt better if you uh, did so-and-so's job because, you know, so-and-so, he, he lazy and he ain't going to do all that stuff. I'm like, no. To hell with that, too. Because simple as that. I'm a grown man. He a grown man. Why are you fighting his battle for him? If you got these concerns, you need to tell him that. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, the thing about it is, it's like you're always battling something. I don't care what the trials and tribulations are. If you're like me and you're just trying to get where you need to be so you can get that higher education, so that you can get that business together that you are been thriving and working hard on, but thanks for all the support, by the way. I'm still moving forward with it. And if you're just trying to go ahead and hold on to something to keep the lights on for a little bit, not to the point where you care about it, but you know you're trying to keep the lights on for a little bit because you know you're going to move on anyway, why are you doing everybody's job? And it's not like people there that are going to try to give you some sort of respect because let me tell you this, when you're working on being an all-star for a job, there's people jealous of you. And you see, the thing about it is, I've already known ever since I walked in any job that I worked, None of these people are my friends. I mean, I might get a few that are pretty good associates and then eventually over time, you know, start to become compatriots and friends and things like that. And usually it's after I leave the job where people are really, you know, like, you know, you like, you know, there's that respect there. But however, if it's at a place that I'm currently at and stuff, oh, I see it. I see how people try to skeet out. I see how people try to run away, try to say, yeah, you know, Jay, I think you could handle this. I'm going to go ahead and kick my feet up. Yeah, I'm going to kick your feet out from under you. You're going to do your job because I'm doing my part of the job. I'm helping out everybody one way or another. I just make you all look better. The whole point about it is, is that I'll do my stuff first, not doing yours. I don't get two checks, so why should I do double duty? And I know a lot of y'all probably be like, but I'm sure quite a lot of you out there probably understand that as you work at a menial job, as you work at some of these areas and you see how people complain and all that kind of stuff. And they sit there and they're like, oh, complain. I don't need to complain. As I'm doing the show right now, I'm just saying that people out there, they don't have your best interests at heart. I mean, nowadays, I'm sure some of y'all have to fight tooth and nail to get employee of the month, Right. Like, say, like, if you've been there for, like, well over 10 to 12 months and they didn't see how hard you're working, but then they hire somebody that hasn't even been there for two weeks and they give that person employee of the month, which has happened at my job, by the way, because allegedly she's had 10 years. And I'm looking at this lady and I'm like, you know what? She's so arrogant. She's so good at this, but she don't throw away no boxes and stuff for her section. She's ridiculous. 
But you know what? It's not just her. It's the people who hired her. And then, you know, at the end of the day, I'm supposed to be feeling inferior to that? I got my own damn business. I got my own stuff. I mean, at the end of the day, I have nothing in that place to be jealous about. And a lot of you out there that work day jobs should feel the same way. You know what I'm saying? Because you always got that one person that tries to show up everybody, but then you see that that's just something they got to do for their own sake because allegedly this is this is their whole thing. But you see, the best part of that is that's going to be that person's go-to. You know what I'm saying? Because you got people in management, right? They don't want to do any work any more than the lazy uh, coworker you have. So half the time they're going to be like, oh, I need to find a go-to. I need to find somebody that I can go ahead and throw some work on so I don't have to do any work. And it happens a lot, believe it or not. And a lot of people are scared because of the abuse of power. Whereas, like, somebody's in charge of something, in name only, but you're the one that does all the work, but that person gets the credit. And the problem with that person that gets the credit is, like, say if you're sick or you go on vacation one day, or, or like, if you just don't come in, oh, they're going to fall apart. Then they're going to start blaming you for what goes wrong because nobody out here wants to admit to their own incompetence. And you see that all the time on the news with Donald Trump and company. See what I'm saying? And it's the saddest thing in the world. It's always a power struggle. It's always a lie. It's always manipulation of some sort. But if you're like me and you know that you got nothing to lose, even if you're there or you're not there, yeah, after a while, you start saying, no. As a matter of fact, that's not a good idea. We're going to do something a little different. Or you set yourself up, but you don't set nobody else up. That's how you got to be sometimes. Just to prove a point. And you got some people that stack nothing but boxes all over a cart, but they don't take it to the compactor. Which is like the weakest thing in the world. It's like, come on, man. You're not that lazy. Well, I'm the only one on the floor. I can understand that, but you got to make time. You got to strategize this out. See, with me, I always strategize my day. If I know that I'm there, if I know I'm going to leave by 9 o'clock... Trash is going by seven. That's just how I do. But everybody got their whole thing. Oh, you know, I ain't feeling, I ain't feeling. It's like, then hell, I'll just leave you behind. I know that's cold, but at the end of the day, I got a schedule to maintain for myself. And I'm not here for everybody else to pick up and pull up and stuff. And you see, like I said, going back to all that, when those people that were trying to clown me on this stuff, and, and see, as a critical thinker, I was looking at every hole in the argument. I saw more of their own insecurities than I ever saw of my faults. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know what I did for the day. But when I hear people saying, Oh, you didn't, you're not going to do the job. You're going to do it. You're not my boss. That's one thing. And another thing, I've already done my stuff. And if somebody's out there that wants to do a part of my job or extracurricular activity because at the end of the day they want to be the you know the great employee that's their business i don't care you see what i'm saying whatever happens on my day job i could care less because yeah i know this i'm not on anybody's favorites list except my own and i am my own responsibility and my mindset has always been under my control and nobody can clown me and make me feel less than zero without my permission. 
You see what I'm saying? I have so much high self-esteem when it comes to that. And you see, there was a time, like, it take it, it's a pattern to get there. Because I remember when I was a kid, that's all I ever wanted to do at one time was fit in. But I've done better by standing out and just being, you know, I don't need you. You sorry <laughs> would be so-and-so and all that kind of stuff. I'm saying that mostly because I don't want to curse on this episode. But I'm also saying because I don't need any of that. I don't need the peer pressure. I don't need none of it. So I just know how to handle it. And it just comes from just realizing F everybody and keep going for it for yourself. What do you get out of it? Because, you know, you got to think there's a reason why you clock in every day. There's a reason why a lot of us go to those, you know, less than successful and menial kind of jobs. There's a reason why, you know, we hear that BS, not only from the coworkers from time to time, but the customers too. And, you know, there's a reason. And you see, the thing about it is, and once we look inwards and we realize what that reason is, for me, it's because of J360 Productions and finishing up over at my alma mater. But it's probably different for all of you out there. Some of y'all have families. Some of y'all have kids that have to go to prestigious schools because you don't want to send them to state schools. Some of, some people out there have to go to charter schools. Um, some people are just trying to look for another job because guess what? Their current job has been sliced in half or is fading away. And we all need money. I don't care what they try to say about volunteership and all that stuff. Yeah, it can lead to a job, but you need money to get there. You need money for your gas tank. You need money for your essentials. You need money for your utilities. You need money to eat, you know? And when you really think about it, that's why a lot of people are sitting there in the 9-to-5 trap. Instead of just taking a little bit of money, put it off to the side and just save it up and save it up so you don't live paycheck to paycheck. There's a way to beat living paycheck to paycheck, but it's going to take a lot of changing your lifestyles. And you see, with me, myself, since I'm always in a state of flux and I'm always changing and I'm always moving forward in different ways, if I lose my day job, chances are I'm going to have another day job to go to anyway, and I'm not worried about this POS kind of day job that I have before me right now. And I keep fighting every day. But you want to know the fun part about it is? Here's how you take care of a clown. Because the same dude tried to clown me another day. I did my job better than he could do his job. And the thing about it is, he had a whole line of people waiting for him to, to finish up the rotisserie chicken. Whereas me, myself, I had my section all taken care of and I left for the day. Got out early. Did what I needed to do. Set up the night guy. I, I I'm telling you this right now because... See, once again, what I do for myself is for my own sake, never for a company's sake and never for anybody else's, like, you know, for coworker approval and stuff like that. Let me tell you something about coworker approval. It comes and goes like manager approval. You need to start approving yourself before you even think about anybody else's approval. So let's say like some of them people out here that you think are on your side or whatever, to hell with them. Simple as that. Approve yourself first. Think about your mindset before you go up in there all the time. Because, like I said, you don't want to spend the most time with yourself. You see what you do. You know where you are. You know how you handle a business. You know how you take care of yourself and stuff. You might not like certain situations of a job, but at the same time, you can handle it because, you know, you're strong-willed enough to do so. And see, a lot of people misinterpret how I am all the time, and I love it. I love that. I hope people keep making that same mistake because you know why? Because I am so capable of making a liar out of people. I love doing it. 
I will always do that. It's like being a chameleon almost. Yeah, I'll blend in, but I'll appear at that moment when you least expect it, and then I'm the hero of the day, and you're just a weak-minded piece of crap. And to which there is a lot of those that are in those retail jobs that are still talking crap and still being full of lies and manipulation because guess what? That's all they can do. That's why where I was like, you know what? A lot of people think that I'm there to find friends. I'm not there to find friends. I've done pretty much what I need to do. People come to me on their own accord and because I'm cool as I don't know what. So, yeah, that's just the way it is. You can't do nothing to me without my permission. And I look at that all the time when I'm at jobs like this. And I know some of y'all are out there having a, probably having a horrible time at your day job. or Probably wondering like which way is up. It's there, but you have to keep fighting for it. And you have to remember what your goals are. And that's what'll help you. But the problem is the rest of society is so toxic. And as I say that about how certain coworkers are and how certain people are ignorant, uptight, racist, lying, manipulating, and all trying to make it seem like you're less than zero because they want to control and manipulate and fool you into following their own spiel on things, which is kind of what they try to do on the news every night. Don't fight for a party unless you know all the ins and outs of a party. Don't ever try to follow some, blindly follow somebody without asking questions. Like, you know what I'm saying? Have that suspicion of doubt. Ask a little bit. Like, really, really think... Is this guy going to do something for the people or is he doing it for himself? And you can take a good look at Trump and just try to ask that question multiple times to yourself. Because you might not like the answer, but the thing about it is it's just be aware of the answer. And like I said about my day job, you know, any of them people that got a problem with me in there, good, keep it. Any of them that find this show and listen to it, I don't care what you think. I just do what I got to do for me. And the best thing I have ever done is just really prove that I don't need anybody. Like, if when push comes to shove and it seemed like all is against me, I never really needed anyone's approval to exist and do what I got to do. I never needed anybody's praise. I just did what I needed to do. And I always knew when to say no. And, you know, sometimes that's all it takes. They can be mad all they want to be. They can go and say, I'm going to write you up. Okay, yeah, make it easier for me to go to unemployment and get free money, huh? You can do all you got to do. See, because that's not combative. When you take out your notes and you know what you have and you know what your your whole job situation is all about, oh, I can teach you anywhere I want to. No, you can't. Not at all. And what you going to do, write some notes? You're going to go ahead and try to get me fired or whatever? Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. I'll be back on my feet in no time. And I'm already ready. So that's just how you do. So you got to be prepared for stuff like that. A friend of mine uh, known as, well, actually a couple of friends of mine. One's called um, the Ranty Bastard and the other one is called, um, you know, Randy from um, the Miserable Retail Slave podcast. Those guys are awesome in what they do. And they really talk. (laughs) They're really good shows to watch, by the way. I think uh, Randy Bastard's one is called Welcome to Randyville. I catch it every week, but he always has a segment on there that says, make sure your escape pod is ready no matter what. And mine has been ready for quite a while. So like I said, I'm just riding this stuff out now and I just bide my time. But at the same time, I'm concerned because see toxic behavior and incompetence and all that kind of stuff. 
that's all we that, that's out there and it's a virus and it's all over the place and then you look at like how certain things such as you know Smollett not seeing any time like his case got thrown out all that stuff was just like like the man faked the hate crime and reset it a lot of things back for cry wolfing because he's mad about his salary that doesn't make any sense he should see some time for what he's done but they found a way and then found a way or a great loophole to just he ain't gonna serve no time but here's the thing though yeah he might have got away with that but the black community will never forget but a lot of people out here who have clear conscience and the ways to do something about certain things they'll never forget because his face is all over the place with his lying self and the worst part of it all is is that it, it trickles down. His his case is not the only case that got thrown out. Matter of fact, that Pittsburgh cop that killed that unarmed team, he's still walking free and he has his job. So it's like... And then R. Kelly, you know, God knows what they're going to do with that. I'm sure there's going to be another album coming out. I mean, all that stuff of everybody saying, mute R. Kelly, it's not going to happen. And then Cardi B's in the news... For allegedly um, drugging and robbing men. I mean, it, it doesn't take much, does it? You know what I'm saying? See, that's why at the end of the day, you got to be careful of these people that you put on a pedestal. And I'm not saying that, you know, we all don't have harsh, you know, humble beginnings or harsh beginnings or whatever. But you got to think about where you're going to and how you inflict bodily harm on people. Or any sort of circumstance. And since Cardi B said that, Cardi B's been saying a lot of crap ever since she won that Grammy and had the baby and everything. But, you know, even as I look at her, I think she's attractive. But I also know this. She ain't no different than any of these other people that are, they find a way into the industry. They get dolled up to look good. And then, you know, all of a sudden everybody's talking about them like a household name. You know what I'm saying? And... When the incompetence shows, or when the true colors show, I should say, where do we go from there? But then you realize, she was always about that. There are some nasty, screwed up people out here. And they will always be here, unfortunately. But what we need to quit doing is, we need to quit praising them like they're heroes. We need to quit going ahead and saying that, Oh, get it, get it, get it, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. Well, you know, Jay, uh, uh, they shouldn't be doing that stuff. And, and, and think about this. No, 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 no. Where's the morals here? There are none. Knew full well what <laughs> she knew full well what she was doing when she announced it, didn't she? Just like when Smollett knew full well what he was doing when he orchestrated the whole event. Just like R. Kelly knew what he was doing. When he had his whole little sex shop with all those 16-year-olds and everything. Just like Donald Trump when he won the presidency and everything else. So yeah, you can look and say that he won the presidency now. You just can't say anything about collusion. But you can also talk about obstruction of justice. You can also talk about the lies that he had. You can also talk about the skeletons in his closet. But the thing about it is, unfortunately, due to incompetence and due to social ineptitude or people just wanting to turn a blind eye to stuff things will never get resolved like they should and it is a sad situation because it's all over the country now and it helps to keep us all divided instead of us just you know seeing what we are 
by really taking a long, hard look at ourselves and then saying, you know, I went about this wrong. I can atone for this. I can fix this situation. You know? But even, you know, like I said, it's been an ongoing trend for a while now, and people are having such a hard time understanding or even admitting that they're wrong. It it makes you disgusted. I, I just look around. You see, but I love my country, don't get me wrong. But my fellow countrymen sometimes disgust me and how they behave. Disgust me and how they just try to undercut people because they don't agree with an idea. Or how they try to mistreat other people for just any sort of thing. Or not running with the pack. Or not fitting in with the popular crowd. Or not all that kind of stuff. But you gotta ask questions. Why, why should you fit in with that? Why not stand out? Why not say, you know what, I don't agree with any of this. And then they can't handle the answer you give them. But that's the answer you gotta stick with. Especially if you feel true to that. You know? And like when I look at it from left to right, I know we as a country could do better, but are we even gonna go for it? Probably not. But then again, by me saying probably not, that's not a fact, is it? Think about it sometime. But hey, since we're getting to the end, I just wanted this to be a very deep, you know, and you know, a, deep, a very deep interpretation kind of episode. Something to really make you think. And then I wanted to go ahead and talk about some of the struggles I go through. But you see, the struggles that I go through now, they're only going to be strength for me later, if not already. And the same thing goes for quite a lot of y'all out there. Kind of some of y'all need that fighting chance. And the thing about it is, when you look around at our society, our society could have been... It could have been better. It could have been thriving. It could have done more if people would just quit being so petty and stupid about it. But who knows where we're going to be in years to come. Hopefully things will lighten up. Hopefully things will get to the point where, you know, we can move on from it. But it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take a lot of cleanup. But that's all I have for you on this episode of the J-Man Show. Um, Episode 94, would you guys like it this week or would you like it next week? Well, if you would like it this week, let me know on the Twitter at J360Productions or send me an email, J360Productions at Outlook.com or even better, you know, drop a few voicemails or call into the hotline, which is 240-903-1634. And, you know, we'll go ahead and we'll set it up because I got the plans and everything ready. Y'all just need to go ahead and just let me know when you want it, all right? All right. But until then, though, this is the J-Man signing off. See ya.